102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Greetings, greetings, everyone. Boy, I tell you, it's hard to believe that we are already about to embark on Thanksgiving, which is uh, coming up, and and Christmas is closely around the corner. And, um, you know, everybody has a lot of different beliefs on it, but uh, what a great time of year to begin to share your faith and to let your light shine. Uh, There's lots of lights, Christmas tree lights, um, Christmas lights, but let your light shine. That's the greatest light that we want um, for mankind to see, and that's you shining and being your best uh, that you can be, you know? Uh, And so it is so great uh, that God is just in the midst of everything. We always say Jesus is the reason for the season, but... The Bible says in Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. And we want um, people to see your good works, you know, and you may think, you know, um, I don't know, like what season I'm catching you in your thinking. Sometimes you might say, yeah, yeah, that's right. Amen. I want I want my light to shine. I want my good works to shine, you know, that God may be glorified. And then sometimes you may think, oh, I don't have anything. I don't have anything good or anything to share, Uh, you know. So depending on your mindset right now, you know, sometimes the holiday seasons can bring joy and it can bring also sadness, you know, when people begin to reflect on the losses and those who um, were once in their life and they may not have them anymore uh, due to death or passing or could be divorce, could be just um, something came between you and you're not speaking in this season. But, you know, but God knows all things. Um, You remember always to forgive uh, forgiveness doesn't mean uh, you're giving people permission to walk over you. It simply is a choice that you make so that you can move forward in, in God, right? And it, because God has forgiven us, we're able to forgive others. You know, and a lot of people don't like that, to think about that, you know, forgive, you know. Um, but they'll, they'll say, you can forgive, but you can't forget. You're like, yeah, that's kind of true. You know, and I always think of this, this burn I had when I was a teenager and I I wanted to go uh, to the movies and my mom said, oh, but you didn't iron these clothes. And everything back then was hung out on the line. She did. We didn't have a dryer so that it would dry all hard and crinkly. And the only way to soften them was to steam them and to iron them. And that was my chore before I could go do anything. And so I was ironing all meanly, of course, and burned my arm really bad. And I just remember, uh, and it's a memory that, you know, you bring up when you choose to, right? But I can see the scar of that burn. But when I press on it, I don't feel the pain. And I think you're right. We, we don't forget, you know, but it shouldn't have the same effect that it did when you first got burned, Right. Or hurt or wounded. And so, um, you know, but forgetting and forgiveness. So, yeah, you don't you don't forget, but it also doesn't carry that same degree of pain, you know. 
And so uh, it's a choice. Forgiveness is a choice. You know, you you can choose to stay bound and held by that action, or you can choose to surrender it to God. And, you know, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. He will repay. And uh, it's not easy. Sometimes we got to talk it through, go to counseling, get a friend, talk it through. Um, I know I needed a lot of love and support to forgive uh, certain things and certain people. And justifiably, I probably could have justified why I could stay angry forever. But uh, where would that leave me, my growth, my soul, you know, and um, the fruit of the spirit, we have to remind ourselves is, you know, uh, the first component is love and joy and peace. And I want to walk in the fruit of the spirit because walking in the fruit of the spirit, I know it, it pleases God. And ultimately want to please God, right? And so we can't say that we want to please God and then don't want to do the things that the Word of God says, right? So it's never about our emotions or our feelings, but it's always about truth, the truth, and not my truth. So we have to find a common truth. And that's, we said that it would be the Word of God, right? If you don't believe in the Bible, then you're right. We 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 don't even have anything to conversate about anymore. But if you choose to believe the Bible and what it says, and you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you place yourself in a position to be held accountable for your actions. And the Bible tells us that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And against such, there is no loss, you know. So <clears throat> when you're walking in that characteristic, and granted, it's not fruits, even though it's several characteristics listed. It's fruit, one fruit that that branches and houses all those characteristics. And, you know, we sometimes can say like, well, I think I'm, I'm, I, I have peace down or faith down, but I might need a little more work in long suffering or I might have joy down, but I need work in loving. And, um, and it's a good place to be when you're having that kind of conversation with yourself. Right. When you're being able to uh, uh, reflect when you're able to examine where you are really located, uh, um, we're not fooling anybody but ourselves when we choose to try to uh, distort how we think about ourselves, right? We're not perfect, and, you know, God, God's not looking for perfect people. He's looking for willing people, people who are um, desiring to be surrendered to Him. So... So we, we, we're working on these things. We're working on love and joy and peace in long-suffering, you know. And um, that's the fruit. That's the fruit of the Spirit. So that's how we know. He said you'll know them by their fruit, right? It's hard to feel comfortable and safe when somebody's um, having a tantrum, wigging out, angry, cussing. That's not the fruit of Christ, you know. And so if you don't examine yourself, like how do you show up when you're when you're upset or you're disappointed? You know, um, a lot of times people close to you may not feel comfortable telling you the truth. 
Um, they're not really holding you uh, accountable because they don't want to feel your wrath, you know, so they let things go unsaid or undone. And you think you're okay, but it could be that people are afraid to really open up with you. And so, <clears throat> you know, uh, we, we get to check those things. You get to pause and slow down. And the, 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 the blessed thing about it is that really uh, the Holy Spirit, our consciousness, can tell us, right, when we do wrong. Like sometimes you don't know. It's like even a little small child, uh, too. They, they look at you. They, they'll do something. They'll know it's not right or they've been told no. And they'll kind of look and see if you're looking. Like wh- wh- where did that instinct come from? You know, so and so therefore, um, you know, that's something you get to we get to, to get to uh, to consider in our lives, you know. And so we also, too, want to think about, you know, leaving um, le- letting the outcomes to God. You know, we we normally talk about, you know, never give up. Giving up is not an option. And I, we just have conversations around the table. You know, I um, don't have a guest today. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, you're not able to call in so we can have chit-chat conversations. So I have to play both sides of the conversation. But um, <clears throat> I was reading uh, something that just reminded me that a lot of times we're we're really worrying about how things will turn out, how our businesses, our children and things like that. And, you know, and just to give you some relief is that all you can do is plant those seeds and, you know, and train them up to the best of your ability, how you believe the Lord is requiring you. Uh, you, you know, utilizing the Word of God as your guide. That's our guidebook, you know. Um, but being able to trust and to follow God wherever He leads us, you know. And being able, you know, number one thing, being able to hear His voice. You know, He said, my sheep hear my voice and a stranger they will not follow, you know. And so God doesn't want us to be worrying about, you know, how things are going to be or how things are going to um, turn up, you know. And uh, and so he wants us to be led by him. He wants, um, I mean, you know, walking with Jesus definitely is an adventure. You know, it definitely uh, is, <laughs> you know, has its rocky roads, its ups and downs, you know. But um, staying on the path, letting God, you know, the Holy Spirit guide you. You know, he's our companion. He's our friend, you know, and we want to know him just like that. We want to be able to live in the now, not be so far ahead, not be worrying about behind us, but living in the now. And, you know, know, I, I, I love this scripture that says, now faith is you know, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You know, faith is now. And we have to live in the now. We do plan, um, you know, for, you know, we do plan, but we don't worry so much and think so much ahead that we're not understanding what's happening at this moment. 
You know, what are your children at this moment, your family, your relationships at this moment, you know, and building and learning from the experiences, you know. And God wants us to, you know, stay in step with him, right? Not get ahead of him, you know, not lag behind, but just kind of be walking alongside with him. And as many times I would always in this dream of mine, I'd be at, you know, just camping out by the side of the mountain, you know, and I, I like survivor shows and things like that. And I, I tend to like the streams and, and, and camping out, you know, but there was always this cliff and I'd go to the edge of the cliff and look. And one day in my dream, the Holy Spirit said, jump, you know, and I was like, jump, jump. And, you know, I woke up. And kind of wondering, like, all right, what are you trying to say, Lord? It's like, are you really walking with me? When I get, when you get to the edge of the cliff, do you begin to, uh, you know, draw your own scenarios, or do you literally, oh, um, listen and allow me to guide you, right? Uh, that you're in step with me, and know that when you're at the cliff, you, you know, you, you're willing to climb it. You're willing to do what you felt where you feel the Lord is leading you to. You you want to take the path that's going to lead you to maintain and stay in his presence, right? We want to be able to maintain and have a relationship that is close to the Lord. Wow, not wavering to the left or the right, you know, and, and it's hard to stay in the rhythm of God, you know. And, I, you know, somebody said, prophesied a long time, when I was beginning my walk with God and they said, you know, get into the rhythm. And I mean, I didn't know what that really meant. I was like, you know, I'm not a good tambourine player and, um, you know, I don't play an instrument and I, you know, I don't dance cause I, it's hard to stay on beat, get into the rhythm. I was like, man, what does that really mean? And it's not till years later when I hear get into the rhythm, get into the footsteps, heartbeat of God, being that close to him, kind of like how John laid his head on the chest of Jesus. Boy, I tell you. And to be able to hear his heartbeat, to hear the things that concern God and that your relationship with God is so close that you are, you know, um, you know being able to represent him well. And in timing, not seconds, hours later, but in step and in tune, in rhythm, you know. And you think you think of jazz or an orchestra, uh, and how they're in the in sync, they're in rhythm. Many instruments, but playing, um, you know, cohesively together, it's beautifully well together. You know, um, no one distinct sound. The trombone isn't louder than the violinists and the violin, you know, the drums isn't overtaking, you know, everything is in rhythm, a beautiful sound. And so we want to be in such close proximity to the Lord that we are in rhythm, we're in tune, we're in beat with him, you know. And so we we know that our destination is heaven, right? We Nobody wants to go to hell. And so we keep our focus. We make decisions and choices based upon the things we say we want. So, and leave the rest to God. 
leave the rest trusting. The steps of a good man, he said, are ordered by the Lord. So when we're in task and in tune and in rhythm with him, our steps are in sync. They are ordered by the Lord. Man, we'll be like trees planted by the river of water. We're going to bring forth our fruit in its season. Our leaves will not wither. You can't have withered leaves when you're walking in the timing and the rhythm of God. And whatever you touch, it prospers. Can you imagine you, you just walking down the street and everything that you begin to touch, life, life begins to happen, you know, life. And we'd be like, wow, that is so powerful. But that's the same power we have. We have the power to bring life to situations. And we don't want to bring our own energy and our own opinion, but we want to bring the overflow, the life that God has in us, the duminous power that he's placed in us. He said, I'm given unto you power. We are powerful because of Christ. We're no longer operating out of ourselves, but we have been engrafted in. He said, I'm in the Father, the Father's in me, and I'm in you. And so therefore, I mean, our light will shine. It shines because he's in us. We have joy and, and love and peace and long-suffering. Not that this world we live in is peaceful. Not that this world is long-suffering. They'll chew you up, spit you out. But we have these characteristics and qualities because of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is leading and guiding us and empowering us. We're listening to the voice of God. He's leading us. As we read his word, we begin to know who he is and more about him. We, 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 when we, and, then, and then when we let go and surrender and allow him uh, and trust him and allow him to take us where he wants to go. No resistance, no opening your eyes and be like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like how that feels. I remember I experienced that a year ago. I want to do it. No, no, no. We want to go in with new eyes, fresh, fresh perspective, new eyes. This is a new season, a new holiday. I don't know what happened last Christmas. It may not have went well. Maybe the macaroni and cheese burnt up this time. Take it out early. We learn from our, our mishaps, mistakes. We, but we don't want to keep indulging in them, right? A lifestyle of sin, you can't say is an accident or a mistake. It's a lifestyle. You pretty much are there. So the question is, yeah, when things happen, we give them to God. We get new perspective on it. We go to wise counsel, right, and ask and, 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 and allow ourselves to be guided so that we don't make those same, uh, same severe uh, mistakes. But the Bible tells us in John 10, 4, like, when, when he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. When you know the voice of God, you don't mind following him in unknown places and territories. Hallelujah. We tend to stick to what we know. We tend to stick to what's comfortable. And every now and then we have to change up the script and say, no. I'm 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 losing that pattern because I want to be in sync and in step and in rhythm with 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 the Holy Spirit who is here to lead us and to guide us. But how can someone lead and guide you if you're not willing to follow? 
when you have your own thoughts and opinions and ways that you think or or maybe TikTok said this, you know, and I get it. I get the fact that the pandemic kind of hit and we were listening to the advice of the world. But did any of us slow down, check in with what the Holy Spirit was saying to do? What the Holy Spirit was saying. And maybe some of you started out that way. You started out like, no, I don't feel led to this. You know, trying to hear what the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord was saying. But then after a while, you know, you, you just gave in. Gave in maybe um, to the, you know, to the fear, to the hype, to the losses, to what was happening around you. And I get it. It's okay. I know in some areas I did too, but... But now that I'm sitting back, I'm like, Lord, how could I have done that better? How could I have really experienced and gone through that pandemic better, you know? Because in case another one happens, I know what I want to do. I know what I wanted to. I, I know what I, I, I didn't do, what I wish I would have done. And I want to be more prepared for the next time we have something that comes upon us suddenly that way. And it doesn't always have to be a pandemic. It simply can be um, a transition in job or career, a shift. It could be what you should do to a child, a loved one. Maybe they were diagnosed with um, ADHD and they want you to put them on medicine. It could be a numerous of things. But we want to hear the voice of God. And sometimes the fear of choosing something or fearing that you don't hear correctly. But Psalm 27, 13, 14 says, I am still confident of this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord and be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Mm. I am confident and this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord, not when I die, but in the land of the living. Signs and wonders follow those that believe. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I find myself echoing those things when times get hard. And David said, I almost slipped until I went into the house of the Lord. There's something about getting to community, getting to a place that can help you hear, getting into worship, getting into the presence of God. God, I need to hear you, your voice. I need to have that peace Whew. that I know that I'm moving in the right direction, that I know that you are with me. You said you'd be with me wherever I go. You said that you would not leave me or forsake me. But there's often times that you do not feel like God is there. It happens. Often you have to just know it. Because you don't always feel the warm and the fuzzies. And I just thank God that I did experience warm and fuzzies. But I've also gone through seasons where I did not feel warm and fuzzies. And I had to rely on what the word of God had said. Be of 
good courage. Hallelujah. Be of good courage. I, you know, oftentimes we we even hear in the in the book of of Joshua, you know, um, when he said, you know, Joshua, Moses, my servant is dead, <laughs> and now, you know, now 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 you get up, now you arise, and go over to the Jordan, and all this people, and unto the land which I do give to them even to the children of Israel. And every place, he said, that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Like, that's the promise. I've given you this land. Are you going to allow fear and not getting in the rhythm of God to keep you from the promise, the promise of God? He said, look, there, there shall not be any person, human being, man, to be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. And as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee, and I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Thank you, Jesus. Claim that right where you are right now. Thank you for being with me wherever I go. Thank you for not failing me. How many people can say, I know that I have been failed. I know I have failed others, right? But God said, I'm not going to fail you. I'm going to be with you. I'm not going to forsake you. I could weep right now because God, sometimes you, you feel like people uh, sometime me and they'll bail on you. But God said, I'm not going to bail on you. I'm not going to forsake you. Be strong and of good courage for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. He said, but only be strong and very courageous that thou might observe to do according to all the law. Right. We, we, ha, ha, you got to be close in order to be observing. You got to get close to God so that you can observe his character and how he operates in situations or how he handled an, um, a, a people in situations. Apostles, when their back was against the wall. Look at Peter when he said, hey, I'm going to get out of this boat. I'm going to walk on water. He took his eyes off the Lord and sank. What about Jonah going in the opposite direction? Like, I am not hearing that, God, I'm out of here. Right? And his journey brought him right back to the will of God. That song says, in the safest place is in the will of God. We've got to run to the will of God. But he said there were some conditions, and I'm telling you, we're getting close to having an end. But it said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. That means you've got to hold that word so close to you. You've got to speak that word so that you are speaking, you are declaring, and you are decreeing. And as you do it, doors are going to be opened. Hallelujah. Stay encouraged. Stay strong and courageous. You're listening to Never Give Up. Where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. And remember, greatness is on the inside of you. Blessings.